Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. What <laughs> up? Here we go. S-H-I-T. S-H-I-T. So, so happy it's Thursday. Thursday. Woo! Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host, the insurance bro, James Cias, with Pipeline Insurance. And as always, we have an amazing, fun, exciting, wonderful, energetic show for you. Yep, now that we got online. Now that we're finally online. <laughs> Speaking of which, before we get into the promos, I just got to throw this out there. You know what? No, I'm going to wait until after the promos when people are actually listening. Yeah, because they fast, because forward, they through fast the forward through this part. But so You don't want to fast forward through the promos because you want to help out the poor. So if That's you have right. uh, you know, old pair of shoes, new pair of shoes, or you want to donate cash, help us reach our goal. We want to get 365 pairs of shoes. So if you have new shoes, used shoes, or you want to donate cash, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Reach out. He'll ride over on his Harley and pick those bad boys up. Plus, it's a cool Instagram story if you want to add it to your story. You want to stay anonymous, that's cool too. We'll still take those shoes right off of your hand. So uh, if you guys have any shoes, please reach out. Um, I know Jen and Tracy over at Big Block are also doing a shoe drive donation through uh, Thanksgiving holiday. So if you got shoes and you're in the East Lake area, you want to just drop them off there, we'd appreciate that too. Whoop, whoop. Awesome. All right, next. Ham's got a script ready to go. Oh, is that where? Okay, we're doing that right off. Okay. Well, let me do this. Check this out, y'all. Attention, homeowners and realtors. Attention, all homeowners and realtors, but first. Oh, wait, you have like a secret passage or? No, I just wanted to throw the uh, drone quote. Oh. Drone quote logo. Whoop, whoop. Somewhere on my screen. I don't know. No, it's not on your screen because I'm the only only one up there. But here we go. Calling all homeowners and real estate pros. You and your clients know that buying electricity from the local utility company is expensive and solar is way more affordable. You've undoubtedly been approached by a number of solar roof companies. Maybe you've sat through their two-hour sales pitch. Maybe you haven't gotten quotes because you don't want to sit through those pitches. Trust me, I understand. They're long. Well, forget about that old way of doing things. We got something brand new and amazing for you. DroneQuote.net is veteran-owned and operated, started by two solar professionals that wanted to put the homeowners first. DroneQuote.net is your personal shopper for all things solar and roofing. DroneQuote gives you multiple quotes online from multiple companies without the pushy salesperson in your face and without multiple contractors walking around your rooftop. Keep yourself safe. Keep them safe. No liability. Oh, DroneQuote.net gives you and your clients excellent pricing and online review information from Google, Yelp, and the State Contractors Board. And as a bonus, they also do before and after drone surveys. That way, you can see the exact condition of your roof without having to climb up there yourself. Literally, no one else is doing this. It's out of this world. So, realtors, if your homeowner asks about solar, make sure you save them time, money, and hassle. Send them over to DroneQuote.net. 
forward slash business bros and make sure they use the best solar comparison tool on the market today. That's dronequote.net slash business bros with one O with one O. <laughs> it's cool dude i like that you have the uh drone quote uh logo there yeah man i uh i just took a little screenshot from their uh website you know i had to put that up there real quick i was like oh. yeah do something and do i just something have a, a, a visual right i mean yeah it's funny because uh they're i was talking to my students today because my students are building their businesses right we're doing mm-hmm. this whole uh 13 week program through uh junior achievement and um in this program, they're basically going to come up with some sort of problem that they see out in the real world, develop a product or service that can solve that problem, uh, build a business around it, literally operate the business so they get to make money, make profits uh, or losses, right, uh, on that business. And then... Like on paper or like no, no, in real like life? real life. Like what? real life. It's cool. And then after they after they do that, then they uh, then we go through the whole liquidation process to shut the whole thing down, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then Whoa. it's pretty much over. So they get to like experience the entire business cycle like in thirteen weeks, which is really cool. Um, so today we we initially started off with just figuring out different personality traits, you know, different things that. Um, they already inherently have like are they resilient are they people persons are they you know trying to figure out these different personal qualities so that uh we can we can then take those personal qualities and kind of apply those qualities into different areas of the business so you know certain qualities are are uh inherent in salespeople. certain qualities are inherent in management certain qualities are inherent in the marketing department and so if they get to know who they are as an individual then they kind of fill in the gaps into their company as uh, as roles, right? Because we're going to determine roles for a particular company. But uh, in that conversation, we were talking about uh, their perception of a business, right? Like, you know, there's a lot of people who uh, are afraid to get into business or are afraid to get into sales because they think that, uh, the people who are successful were just naturally born salesmen or naturally have this skill, right? I mean, there's a little bit of truth to that because, Sales, sales is a learned skill, but there are just some people that are inherently better at it than others. Just like football or baseball oh, I, or anything is a learned agree. skill. But I mean, we've met a lot of people who, when we talk to when we talk to them, right? Um, it's not that they're masters or geniuses of everything. They've just mastered a specific. Uh, product or service they've mastered how to uh, repeat the same type of values to their clients they've gotten really good at this one thing and so they're valuable when it comes to sharing this one particular thing at a time right there's there's people who are great at selling real estate but you stick them in insurance and they're not, it's not going to work out or they're great at selling insurance and you stick them into you know something you know selling uh, i don't know elotes around the corner and it's not going to be the same right like they ha- there's certain there's certain people that when they learn this one skill they become really good at it it's kind of like um i'll give you an example so I, I, even though I work in the school system, mm-hmm. I really don't like it when we sit down and we talk about, oh, this kid has ADHD, this kid has ADD, like, right. and, oh, this kid has a learning disability. I, for me, in my mind, it's always been like, no, they, they don't struggle with attention. You're just trying to shove something down their throat they don't want to pay attention to. If you put them in front of Fortnite or you put them in front of something that they love, mm. they have no problem paying attention and they have no problem learning that particular thing. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. that we're trying to coddle and give them some sort of excuse. To me, well, I, I, use, I use this analogy. I'm like, if you were to run a race with an Olympic athlete, mm-hmm. 
that Olympic athlete is going to kick your butt in the 100 sure. meters, right? For sure. So do you, you have boat. a so do you have a running disability? You yeah, don't, but, right? I, I you, get what you're saying. You can get you can get faster. You may not be as fast as that naturally gifted person, mm-hmm. but you're gonna get to the finish line. Sure. It just might take you a little bit longer. And to me, that's the same thing in any subject in school. It's not that you can't do it. It's just it takes more effort for one particular person than another. Another person, they might just click. They just get it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's an easy subject for them. Well, with you, it might require that you take effort and you try to learn and you, you struggle and you overcome, but you too can learn that particular thing. And I think yeah. that that resilience, that, that thought of if I want to be better at something, it might take me more work than that guy who's a natural, but I can, I can do it too. Right. For sure. For sure. I mean, and there's something to be said about the systems that are in place and some people just don't adapt to those systems as well. And that's exactly what you're talking about is that the person that naturally does, you know, makes it work. You and me, for example, you were great at school, you know, all through high school and it was easy and it was fine, whatever. And I sucked at school, not because I was, you know, I wasn't smart. I was smart enough for school. I'm, you know, I was accused of being too smart for school, right? They're like, no, he's, he's too smart for this class or whatever. And that's why he's bored and this, that, and the other. I'm like, whatever. I just don't want to do the damn work. Yeah. Right. So that's the, that's exactly what you're talking about is some people don't have that, don't take to the system well. And I love the analogy that you use or like you, when you said that if you put them in front of Fortnite, they could pay attention to that. Yeah, no problem. And it was the same thing with me. Put me in front of a video game when I was that age. I could pay attention to that. Put me in front of a computer. I could pay attention to that. But sitting in front of a classroom or in in a classroom, you know, and being forced to listen to something that I don't care about, that I'm convinced I'm never going to use anyway, there's no way that you can get through to me in that. And this is why for for me, when, when, I, when I sit down with these kids, mind you, they're 17, right? Mm-hmm. I basically tell them, I go, you got two options here. You're either going to get a job or you're going to build a business, right? One of the two is going to happen and because uh, you need to survive, right? You need to have income to survive. So one of those two things is going to happen. And I, I'm always equating, you know, I, I've said this before, but I'm always talking about if you if you have your nine to five job and you don't like it, like if you wake up, if you if you hate going to bed on Sundays because you dread waking up on Mondays, mm-hmm. you don't want to wake up every day. You don't want to go to that place. You're feeling that stress, that burnout. You don't want to go to that place. Like that's that's like debilitating to your life that's yeah. that's a cancerous in your life like you're you're hating every single day that you wake up you don't want to spend those eight hours in that particular place that's not a life you want to lead no right? no way but what do you why do you have it why do you keep going you're going because of security mm-hmm. right you're going because that that feeling that well at least i'm gonna pay my bills at least i you know can come home and relax and do something else at least i get the weekends off why are you shooting for at least you know what I mean? Why why are you, why is your life dependent on the small things? Why aren't you living a life of what you want to do every single day? So when I tell the kids I'm like, look, it's it's I I equate it to to going to, to a maximum security prison. We've we've yep. said this one before, right? Yep. I'm like you get four walls, you get a bed, you get a meal, three meals a day, right? You're taking care of, you're giving you're giving up every single freedom you have so that you have that security. And to me, if you hate the job you're doing every single day, that's what you're doing. You're giving up your freedom for the security of that paycheck. Yep. That is harsh. I mean, you're making that choice. You're deciding that your freedom is worth giving up for that paycheck. Right. 
And that's tough. Now that now there's some people who love their job every single day, right? Who have a who have a passion for what it is that they do, and and good on you. Like great, you're happy. That's the whole purpose of you know. You you probably don't hate going to work on Monday. You probably don't look forward to Fridays like it's the the best thing in the world. You actually enjoy what you do. Mm-hmm. Great, good for you. That's what we want out of everybody. So how do you get that across to the kids? Maybe it's you know you're either gonna get stuck in a job that you probably don't like. Or you have the opportunity to start a business, right? And for 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 my seventeen year old kids, I'm like, look, I just want you to try this. Mm-hmm. Like you're well, gonna and yours yours specifically are the ones that couldn't really hack it in the standard school system anyway. Right. So in some ways, you're kind of putting Fortnite in front of them, you know, figuratively speaking, and giving them just another option. Oh, yeah, I want, them, but my thing is, you gotta you gotta buy in. Because I'm, well, yeah. I'm a firm believer in well, you can't really learn anything until you decide you want to learn it. Right. You know, words don't teach. Only life experience teaches, right? Right. So the only way to learn how to ride a bike is to jump on a freaking bike and... Do it. Put the pedals down, right? Yeah. Make it happen. Learn it. Um, and that's that's what your students are actually doing with this... What did you call it? Junior... It's a junior achievement pro- Junior company achievement program. Co- like, that sounds so amazing it is it is sounds super cool like i'm i wish i could i wish i could do it myself right <laughs> <laughs> well you you kind of are though you're doing it in real life and, oh yeah that's true and our, most of our and i don't have to uh dissolve my corporation right afterwards. hopefully not right <laughs> hopefully. but um most of our listeners have have never gone through these these types of cycles so when oh, they started sure. their business it was really like you know i'm just gonna go out there and figure this thing out as i mm-hmm. go this is why it's important that you have mentors and coaches and people who've done it before so you can follow along. Like I'm right now, I'm reading this book. It's like, it's basically six autobiographies, a bunch of like Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, all that stuff. And I'm in the Jeff Bezos phase. And it's amazing to hear his story about where he came from, where he, what he did prior to Amazon, when he finally la- launched Amazon. I mean, he launched it and within three years he went public. I mean, that's ridiculous, dude. Wild. And it's it's nuts, but but there are, there are a lot of aspects of things that he did prior to Amazon, things he learned, uh, how he applied his skills when he was a kid, what he developed as, as, as an individual, what things he liked. I mean, there's so many different aspects of that. Not even, not just that when he built Amazon, he didn't build it like the rest of us build a company, you know, like just a small little thing. He built it with the intention of making it something major. He put his team in place, a correct team in place, a, a, a team that he can sell to other investors to, and I, so that the idea made sense. And so, you know, there's the more skill you have, the more practice you have, the more understanding you have of, of an entire life of a, of a complete business, the better prepared you're going to be when you start yours. And so I'm trying to give these 17 year old kids a glimpse of this whole thing. Sure. Their business is going to start. It's going to bloom. It's going to close and we're going to close it off done. But my hope is that they get bit by that entrepreneurial bug. Mm-hmm. You know that that feeling the first time you make a transaction when you're like, holy crap, this person bought from me. Yeah. Right? You remember yeah. that? Well, yeah. I mean, I I, I do actually. Uh, and especially actually in, in this most recent business that we started, even though it's been a while, mm-hmm. uh, it's been what, five years? Can you believe it? Um, but I, five years? Yeah. Five and a half? Shoot, it's been a while. Flies. Anyway, um... I remember, especially with insurance, selling and closing the business and thinking, God, I hope I did that right. (laughs) (laughs) With the first one, though, right? Yeah, the very first one. It's like that nerve that, oh. But 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 I'm even going. I would even 
take our particular story even further back. You remember selling that first set of computers? Or how about going and selling that first box of cereal? Oh, see, that was, yeah, see? But once you, once, see, and, and that's the thing that, that I try to put into perspective with them. I was like, look, as a teacher, I'm going to make maybe, I don't know, $50,000, $60,000 for the year, something like sure. that, because I only teach part-time, right? Right, Point. right. So I was like, so, so you know, I told them, or I could quit all that, and I could go back into real estate, and if I find five or six clients to close in the next two to three months, I can make that money in those deals, and that's it, done, right? Mm-hmm, but that's mm-hmm. the thing about being an entrepreneur is all of a sudden it opens up your eyes to the different possibilities, and now you have the the opportunity to choose which life you want to lead. You have the freedom, right? If I get tired of doing this nine to five job, I actually, I love getting up and teaching these kids. It's, it's one of my favorite things to do, which is why I'm doing it, right? I love that light bulb going off in their head when something, when an idea pops into their mind and they can't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I love doing that. I don't know if I'll ever quit doing that, but, um, but it, cause it's, it's not about the money at this no point. Way. No, it's just the passion. But the, the, the big point I'm trying to make here is that I have a choice. Mm-hmm. Right. I've developed enough financial intelligence. I've developed enough experience. I've built enough businesses to say, all right, I'm, if I'm done with that part of my face, I can go to another. I can start over. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have options. And that's what I want them to have is options. I love options. Let me tell you a little bit something about dronequote.net, though. You want options on your solar and roofing needs? Dronequote.net is the place to go. Well, let me give you an example. So in class, I was talking about businesses, right? And when they come, when, and I, and I said, when, when you think of business, what do you think of? And I was like, you probably think of Fang, right? Facebook, Amazon, Mm -hmm. Apple, right? And I think drone quotes is like Amazon, right? It's the Amazon of solar is really what it is because it's taking contractors, it's taking solar companies and it's bringing them to you as the consumer to figure out which quote best works for you they Basically, literally they literally take a drone go over to your house measure your roof send it out to these different roofing companies and these different solar companies and they come back and compile a list of quotes for you and then you choose you don't have to sit around two hour presentations nope. you don't have to worry about doing that multiple times you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about people crawling on your roof none of that nothing it's simple so if you're a real estate professional if you hear the word solar if you're a mortgage person, you hear the word solar, you should be referring your clients to dronequote.net backslash business bros. That's where you need to go. It's Absolutely. A, save, save your clients some time, some hassle. You're going to look like a rock star. And of course, they're going to get the solar they want because when you run your AC every day in the summer, not only do you get uh, cooled off, your bill gets hot. Yeah. <laughs> so... Solar's the way to go. Dronequote.net is the website to go to. Dronequote.net forward slash business bros. Absolutely. And, you know, I just want to add that the reason why it's the Amazon of solar is because they're changing the game. People out there are not doing what Dronequote is doing. You absolutely want to check them out. If you're interested in solar, even just a little bit, you no longer have to sit through that sales pitch. You don't have to have somebody come out, measure your roof, spend all kinds of time with them. Dronequote.net will send somebody out. They'll put a drone up above your roof, take all the pictures. You go online and you get all kinds of quotes from a bunch of different licensed contractors where you can read the reviews from Google, Yelp, State Contractors Board, everything. 
So absolutely check them out. If you're interested in solar in any way, shape, or form, dronequote.net. Check them out right there. Oh, you put the logo right, right there. there. Huh? Oh, too see? Far? You're too good. Far. You're good. There, there it is. Well, I mean, <laughs> even even drone quotes, right? Any business has a starting point. And that's, that's something that... Uh, many people who are getting into a 1099 career, a sales opportunity career, whether you're insurance, whether you're in real estate, we all start at zero. We all started with zero customers in our pocket, with zero sales. We have to go and work towards getting that first one. And I think uh, sales is one of those things where you have an opportunity to make as much money as you like. Right. And, and it's, you know, one of the things I, I talk to my students about and, and people who have achieved that level of success realize it's not really about how much money you make. Yes, you do want to make a certain amount of money. You want to have a certain lifestyle that you want to that you want to live. But it only comes when you have something of value. So I'm going to give you the the example of bringing value and how simple this value can be with the with the explanation I gave my my 17 year old kids. Mm-hmm. So I got a kid that sells burritos, right? Every day he makes burritos, sells burritos in in, in school. And so the way I explained it was this: I go, you get hungry. You have a problem. Hunger is a problem. Mm-hmm. That person has a value, a burrito. That value is the solution. And when the problem and the value, the solution come together, it's symbiotic. You make It makes sense. I'm hungry. I will pay for your burrito. Burrito sold. Problem <laughs> solved. Right? Problem solved. Now, the reason why sales has such a bad analogy is because you think that guy that's selling the burrito is going to go up to you and be like, hey, how much money you got in your pocket? Hey, what's going on? Hey, you hungry yet? Hey, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? I got burritos. Hey, if you're that type of salesperson, you're putting that negative stigma. But if you're the person who says, you know, when he hears somebody say, hey, man, I'm starving. He's like, hey, guess what? I sell burritos. That's a different ballgame. And that's what I think, you know, when, when people get into this whole sales game, they're worried about that negative stigma. They're worried about, am I pitching people? Am I, am I, I don't want to be that, that greasy car salesman. I don't want to be that timeshare salesperson. You don't got to be. It's just providing value that you have, your product or service to the people who need it. And that's, ham. isn't that the hardest part? The marketing. The marketing, always. The getting in front of people to tell them what it is you do. Yeah, I mean, that's really... That's what this podcast has really been about, right? Getting in front of people, telling them what it is you do. And that's what we love about the value that we bring is we give all of our guests the opportunity to do exactly that. Get in front of people, tell them exactly what it is they do. Uh, they have the opportunity to get their audience to know, like, and trust them uh, through the interviews and the questions that you provide. And, you know, it's such a great uh, value add, I think. It's it's a skill-based. like. When you're sitting in front of your client, right? When you're when you're building your company, one of the things that you definitely need to need to learn is how to have a conversation with somebody. How to extract information from them. It's not just the do you want to buy this yes or no. It's why. What is it that you're looking for? If you're a real estate agent and they're like I need a 3 bedroom, 2 bath house. Really? Tell me a little more. What 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 do you need this 3 bedroom for? Well, I have two kids, blah blah blah. And uh, I want it to be in a cul-de-sac. Well, what's what's so important about a cul-de-sac? Well, it's somewhere I grew up. You know, I mean, you start digging into what's going on with these particular clients and you're going to get more information than you 
thought you even knew. It's going to open up different opportunities for when you do a search. Same thing with insurance. When you start asking in questions, start asking clients more questions about, you know, how much, how much, uh, how many cars do they have? Who lives in their home? All these different questions that you're going to ask when writing these insurance policies, you're opening up doorways. All of a sudden you're going to find out, well, actually, you know, I, I drive Uber or, or, you know, I, I have this small business that I've been working on, or, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, my kids are being born. I've been considering getting life insurance. All these things that you wouldn't otherwise know because you went in with the intention of selling one individual product because you're thinking of selling rather than providing value for your clients. Mm-hmm. And and that to me is the biggest uh, difference when, when I'm trying to talk to my students about what it is to have a business, what it is to start a business. A lot of them think, you know, I have this product and I'm just going to sell the crap out of this product. But they don't realize that you need to understand your marketplace. You need to understand who's your who's your who's your ideal client. Mm-hmm. What problem mm-hmm. are you trying to solve? Is it a problem that's uh, that most people see that that's available that's that you know is targeted that you can solve a problem, or is it just something that you have a problem with and it's not a it's not a problem? Uh, you know, it's not a constant problem all over the place. Is, are you going to sell one thing, or are you going to, or is this something that's sustainable? I had a group of kids that that came up today and they had an idea. They're like. You know what? Um, when we went from sixth grade to middle school, it was a big transition for us. Like we didn't we didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We didn't know anything about spirit packs and having PE. Like you know, so so they're like we're thinking of doing a business where we sell like a box, like a welcome box, and we go to the elementary schools and the PTAs, and we're like, hey, this is a welcome box for the middle school, and the kid gets their all their PE stuff, all the all their you know nice. branded stuff, and it also comes with you know things to expect when you're going to be in in things middle to school. Expect when you're right? expecting, Think, yeah, but for, for middle schoolers. <laughs> Ooh, you don't want to say that for middle schoolers. <laughs> Jeez, James. Uh, I'm sorry. You went with that, and I was like, "Huh? Oh, what?" That yeah, was the first thing that popped, first in, my thing popped in your head. But, yeah. but I, I, you know, and I'm things and, to expect when you're expecting to go to middle school. There you go. <laughs> you know, ruin my train of thought, man. Yeah, I did that. I did that. My bad. I'm just kidding. Um, no, so so they have this this concept, this idea, right? And it's it's awesome because whether or not you this idea will succeed. The, the seed the seed has already been planted in their mind they're like we can go talk to PTAs and we can talk to little league people and we mm-hmm. can talk and this is you know what maybe we're not selling to the kids we're actually selling to the parents absolutely and, you yeah. know all these different things but they're thinking right the thought the thought process has begun now they have control of their own life the gears have started to turn you've planted that seed and now you get to watch it grow not just that they look forward to coming to class every day because right. now they're now the those juices are flowing. Now they have these ideas where they no longer are stuck with the I have to graduate, I have to go to college, I have to get a job that has good benefits and good pay, and I have to retire at sixty five. That's no longer their only option. They have and choices. They have choices. They have choices. And yeah. and see, for me, that's what it comes down to. And and just you, wait, just wait, dude, just wait until one of them takes makes the choice to burn the ships behind them. It's going to be crazy. Right? It's, and who are they going to call? That's the best thing. Ghostbusters. Who are they going to call? The Ghostbusters and the business bro. And the business bro. But no, it, 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 and my, my biggest thing is is seeing their, their eyes light up, having these ideas and juices flowing that they want to come and learn. That's amazing to me. And, you know, and bringing that same kind of thought process into the podcast and talking to different people. Look, look, we talk to people every single day who've been in business for a long time. And there's some people who burn out and are done with it. 
Mm-hmm. And and I want to know their stories why they burn out. Oftentimes, Ooh. oftentimes Ooh. it's because so much to learn there. Yeah, well, but what I'm noticing oftentimes is because they try to take it on by themselves, mm, right? Yeah. And and in the class when you're when we were talking, that like I told you, at the, dads. Yeah. Well, what, like I told you, when we were talking in, initially in class, it was all about their traits and finding out what they're good at. Right. Because oh if, yeah, yeah. Because if you understand that you're good at one or two things. Right, but you lack doing other things, and you bring on the the specific business partners that are going to help achieve those other pieces. Mm-hmm. Then now you have a viable team. Now you have a team that's firing on all cylinders. Uh, all cylinders that's got other aspects of your business covered. I love that you are bringing that mentality into it as well, because it is a very important lesson that they need to learn when it comes to business nobody can do it on their own if they're doing it on their own they're self-employed they're not business owners not business owners and business owners absolutely need to have a team around them that's why i'm always harping on the different things that we need the different team members that we need you know in in our business it's like oh we're missing this we're missing this we need this we need this we need the right person for this uh you really you as business owners one of our strengths really is Pulling our resources, bringing people like this together, all with a mutual goal in mind. Absolutely, and for I, sure. And so, so for today's episode, that's really what I wanted to get across: is is figure out what qualities and traits you've been good at. Right? When you're starting your business, maybe you've been in your business for a few years and you're noticing that you've plateaued, that you that you've hit a roadblock. You can't get past this many deals. Right, you gotta start. You gotta take a step back, and you kind of gotta evaluate. Where am I? What am I doing really, really well? What, where am I dropping the ball all the time? And now we gotta start working on supplementing those different things. How do we fix those different things? Do we bring a partner in? Mm-hmm. Do we outsource it? Do we create a system to make it work better? I mean, there's a bunch of different ways. But if you've hit a plateau in your life, in your business, I mean. Maybe in life too, I guess. Maybe. But if you plateaued in your business, and it happens to many of us, you start to get unhappy. You start to not look forward to the day. It's time to step back. It's time to reevaluate who you are. What are the qualities that you love doing in your job every day? Why did you get involved in the first place? And let's figure out a plan to move forward. There that's you it, go. Dude. That's, all, that's, that's what I got for you guys today. <laughs> that's what we got today. I love I, it. All right, ladies and gents. I do want to say I do want to make sure we pitch one thing every single every single episode. Um, aside from Drone Quote, because Drone Quote is amazing. Make sure you go to dronequote.net forward slash business bros. Um, get all your solar squared away right there. Anything, it's the Amazon of solar companies. So go ahead and go there, check them out, help support our sponsors. We really, really appreciate that. But secondly, we want to make sure that uh, mortgage professionals out there we're really really going to be targeting you you're going to see this handsome mug or maybe that handsome mug showing up on your facebook feeds your instagram stories here very very soon because we want to cut you a check we want to help you have a new income stream we want you to stop leaving money on the table we want you to cash those checks we want you to increase your bottom line we want to help you out we want to be those business partners that do that for you so if you're interested in learning how to do that hit james up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com uh let's get busy man let's yeah, make and things happen real quick i want to give a shout out to roberto godinez he's uh one of our avid viewers listeners bobby. uh bobby oh you know bobby mm-hmm. uh well he asked about our uh t-shirts 
He said, where can I get one of those awesome shirts? I want to be an, a walking advertisement for you guys. So uh, the link, if everybody's interested, is in the Facebook uh, post for this video, in the, in the watch party post for this video. Uh, the link is there. It is teespring.com slash stores slash business bros. Awesome. And then if you do buy any apparel, shoot us a picture. I'm going to post it on our on our, on our Facebook Heck and yeah. post it on our Instagram. So love to see those out there. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. All right. Lastly, 365 pairs of shoes is what we're shooting for. So if you got new shoes, used shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or James at csfirst.com. He'll hop on his Harley right over there and pick those bad boys up. And uh, Try that, and help us get the thermometer up. Yeah, we're almost at 60. I think we're at 60. I got shoes in my car that I need to count. And I keep oh, okay, saying nice. that and I keep forgetting to get them out. But uh, All right. So we're at 60%. We're Woo-hoo! about 60%. So Still, let's get that. All the way up to there. All the way up to 100. So, again, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. And make sure you visit dronequotes.net forward slash business bros for all your solar needs. That's all we got for you guys. Peace. And I'm out. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now, or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.